Welcome to the Podium Podcast, part of the 10th and Seniors Network. This is our inaugural um, NBA podcast where we're going to focus on the playoffs, but we're going to branch out to discuss more than just regular basketball. My name is Dakari Dorset. I'm here with Ronaldo. And of course, what we're going to do for this podcast is have a rotating seat uh, in the third spot. And for our first podcast, we have one of the best basketball players we know in the building, Mr. Kaizen Dorset. Kaizen, it's a... It's a you, no medium. one can see you holding no one can your hand see you up. Like holding hand up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, say say hello. Awesome. Like hi. Yeah. I mean, I speak from your chest. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I go to say, sedation. Like <laughs> you just mumbling. No, nope. uh, no one heard you. He just you called himself sp- the goat. You have to speak directly. Speak directly into the you mic the and goat. don't turn your head. Okay, okay. stay so right that, there. That is what young <laughs> ballers think of themselves. Everyone, hey, even. Even people who scored two points in their inaugural season, you have to walk around like you're the what? goat. <laughs> don't you? You don't have to walk around I like you're the goat. Two points. How many? Oh, okay, okay. Well, then let's. Yeah, you you overshot it. <laughs> I overshot thank it. You, thank you for giving him that field goal. But still the goat. Earn. But still yeah, the goat. Still yes, the goat. this is what every. You know what? That's gonna bring us our first thing, and I'm gonna flip the script on what uh, we had on the outline. Kaizen thinks he's the goat. He didn't score in his last in his last postseason at it basketball. Was my, it was my first season, right? Yeah, I get it. I get it. Hot. So much like Kaizen, there's a, a young man who thinks that he's gonna punch above his weight class, and that's one Jared Dudley. I thought you were go- going to say literally every player in the NBA. Every player in the NBA, but Jared Dudley, re- Jared Dudley got the most media coverage for what he did. Jared Dudley actually got more media coverage now than he did when he was at his peak in Boston College. Yes. Like, this was much more than that. And, of course, it's a byproduct of the media being what it is now and everything driven by social media. And the NBA is the league that's driven by the most drama. Let's face it, the most attention the NFL got, particularly late and into the offseason, was the fact that they got that NBA kind of drama from Antonio Brown and Juju, yeah, and and from true. and later on from from Juju and and all the things surrounding him, but the NBA has that all the time. The NBA has that in the off season, all season, because the NBA players and their fans are most connected to being millennials but on I, the internet. I also think that once the playoffs come. Things get ratcheted up. There's more attention on you. Your game is kind of the primary, the primary game of the night. And if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, the Nets beat the 76ers in Game One of the series. Jared Dudley then, um, Jared Dudley did a great job on Ben Simmons. Game Two comes. Ben Simmons has a great game. Jared Dudley is speaking to the press in interviews, and he says that Ben Simmons is an amazing player in transition, but in the half court, he's an average player. Jared Dudley went on to say many great things about Ben Simmons and how talented he was. But the only thing the media clipped out was the average player part. And it got spread over social media. And then they asked Ben Simmons the question. And they didn't say everything Jared Dudley said in the full quote. They asked Ben Simmons the question just saying that Jared Dudley called you an average player. Think about that reporter who was there who read that and was like... I don't got to be honest. I'm just going to go for the click. This is a clickbait uh, question. That's how it works all the time. Yeah. I've done it. It's literally how it works. Just, what was it, Saturday night when we were covering that game as Mm -hmm. we were watching this kid from CC Sweet and Go, and he finished a rebound shy of a triple-double, and I just said, you know what? It doesn't matter. My narrative is he got this triple-double because who's going to check me? That sounds a lot better than anything else, and this is what the media can do. So it does anything else Jared Dudley said – 
didn't matter to that point because once I know how it is as a reporter, once you hear that, everyone's ears perk up yeah. and they say, we got it. So we know not only what to write, but we know exactly what to and say then, to Okay, Benson. so then there's no need to even be kind of honest about it. No. Guys, and you don't know who Jared Dudley is, right? Nope. You know who Ben Simmons is? Yes. And he said this about Ben Simmons. <laughs> Great take. Wait, so he Great had the same Jared Dudley take. Jared no, Dudley no, no, take. No. He is a good player, right? He just need to work on his three. This that's, is that's that's the, basically what you're no, telling me. No, that's the only thing. He could dunk. He could shoot mid-range. Everything. But he can't hit that three. So Ben three. Simmons also is the boyfriend of a Jenner. So a Jenner so Kardashian. Kaiser and Jared Dudley. Kaiser and Jared Dudley on the same. He don't even know who Jared Dudley is. And then that's but he like he called himself the goat with no points in his first season. Yeah. So Jared Dudley is kind of like your your guy. You know Jared Dudley in Jared Dudley in Game that. Four in Brooklyn then goes on. Um. So he's responding to Ben Simmons, who gave him kind of like a LeBron shrug and a smile in Game Three. So Jared Dudley hits a three-pointer. He's playing great defense on uh, Ben Simmons for much of the game. But Joel Embiid had an amazing game. Yeah. And there's a quasi, not a real fight, like a, a NBA fight, but even less than an NBA fight. It wasn't an NBA fight. It, was, it wasn't even one of them hold-me-back kind of fights. It's one of those, all we got to do is one half shrug, and we know everyone's going to get into the scrum and break it up. Like, yeah. you know there's absolutely no chance of a possible blow being thrown. And... See, and this is where Jared Dudley, I feel, is just baiting the rest of the 76ers into it. Well, trying to because Joel Embiid did not take the bait whatsoever. Not at all. The minute Jared Dudley came over and pushed him, he put his hands up. And then, and Joel Embiid said it in the post-game interview. He's he's not nearly as valuable to his team as I am to mine. Because Jared Dudley's going to get, what, maybe eight minutes a game or something like that? Jimmy, Joel Embiid is the cornerstone yeah, of a Jimmy franchise. Jimmy Butler ends up getting thrown out in this game. And of he, course did he did everything I would want Jimmy Butler to do. And you're Jimmy Butler. This is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to try to attack people in this moment. This is your whole reputation. You can't just go around it's why you yelling got that at hell. Andrew Wiggins. No, it's you why got you that here. You got to go at people if you're Jimmy Butler. Like, you ain't... Good you, job being thrown out. And the team wanted for him at the end, so you're not... You know, uh, yeah, you're not going to be the dude with a do-rag on and trying to get his waves like, like Kaiser did right now. So yeah. call him my name, please. <laughs> I do nothing. Keep my, my name out your mouth. This kind of what Ben Simmons is saying. Keep my name out your mouth. You know I pay your school fee. What I do? <laughs> uh, what I do? Why you gotta call me? What I do? So Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons got taken out by Jared Dudley. Two of them. Jared Dudley okay. gets thrown at the game. I actually think that if everyone for the 76ers stayed in this game and for the Nets, I think the Nets would have pulled it out at the end. You think, I don't know you think Scott, the 76ers would have done better with, with... I mean, sorry. You think the 76ers do worse if Jimmy Butler's there? I think that the game changes and that the 76ers, I think, kind of focus and attitude is different if they don't have that moment to, like, jolt them and I think the up. Nets were the one that got rallied by the entire Jared Dudley the Nets were. I think the Nets were rallied before when Jared Dudley had other antics from the beginning of the game. Bleach Report House of Highlights, as soon as this happened, right... It was second quarter had just ended. They cut together a highlight where Jared Dudley gets a steal and hits a three-pointer, and D'Angelo Russell uh, moves in and gets a layup. And I, like the speed at which they, they cut that together just showed the kind of narrative that they wanted to put into this game. And it goes and back, story to, it goes back to, to what in. I was saying before. This is how the media gets to control it. Because if you're watching that game, Jared Dudley, the impact that he actually had is nowhere near the impact that they were trying to portray that he was having. 
Mm-hmm. That's not what it is. But they need that to sell the narrative of this game. It's what the media does because they already had the quote. They had Ben Simmons' response. They had Ben Simmons bouncing back in game three with the huge game. So yeah. you have to find a way to continue to make Sixers Nets interesting because how else are you going to do it? See, okay. every every playoff series. Question. I got you. Hold on. Every playoff series is kind of is kind of like an episode it's like an episode of game of thrones so you have to find a way to make each one of these series interesting this each is series, all we know yeah it's all we know <laughs> each series has to have its a b and c storylines because other than that why would anyone care about sixes nets no no one why would, would anyone care no what to see if ben simmons hits a three-pointer go ahead, go. i like how you raise your hand we need to implement that for all our podcasts who is jared dunn <laughs> That's what I want to know. That is who actually what Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid would say. Who is Jared Dudley? Who I like, are you? I what like, do you do? I like the fact that your entire I mean, I generation would be saying before, that. So I thought Jared, Jared Dudley, Dudley was retired, and I know who he is. I thought Jared Dudley was going to move I into didn't even TV. Know he was in the NBA. I for a while I didn't know he was who in the NBA. That? I just thought he you was know on the bench. you know what you consider the olden days, like when I used to watch basketball the when I was olden younger. Olden days, that's what you call it. Yeah. Say say yeah. it. Old, the olden days. Yeah, ja- well, Jared Dudley was a you know what, he was a pretty good college basketball player back then. College, Boston College, and then college. he had he, he had a nice NBA Say career. College, yeah, <laughs> he had a nice NBA career. He just pretty much shoots threes, and now he's preparing for I, the life. I have to say that after basketball, I love how the media is discussing Jared Dudley. Like they're like they're saying that about his resume. Like Jared Dudley wouldn't wash everyone in Wait, basketball. So we said Ben Simmons is an average player, but the only thing he can do is shoot three. He can do the one thing that Ben Simmons can't do, which yeah. is the but most ironic least, part of this entire at thing. At least Ben Simmons get done. Okay, you know what? Let's get off Jared Dudley. Let's move on to the next topic. He got a lot of time. He really got a lot of time. Who is this guy? So with, with the next topic we have for the podium podcast, because there were great uh, podium moments from the 76ers net series, but the 76ers are going to win that series and move on to the next round. The next series that we know for sure who is going to win it, the Warriors and the LA Clippers, but it got a lot of print because the Warriors blew a 31 point lead late at night for people on the East Coast like ourselves who went to bed because we, we go to bed. Yeah, we were yeah. asleep and... In our group chat, I think Kev even like wrote in the group that they get in wash. The his ex- his exact response was, why are the Clippers even showing up? Time for bed and brew. Time for bed and brew. I go to sleep, and then I wake up the next morning, and I see a message from Ashley saying, I can't believe the Warriors blew the game, or something like that. No, it was actually in another group chat, and I, I honestly thought people were just trolling when they said, Clippers with the greatest comeback in NBA playoff history. I was like, nah, there's no way that actually happened. Like, people trolling right now, right? Uh, Kaizen. War- warrior super fan, Kaizen. Kaizen is a Warriors fan. <laughs> Did you know this happened? No. You didn't know I that? I mean, I know they lose one game, but... You, you didn't said, know that they had a 31-point lead and blew it? I mean, they can still win. They can win the finals. So, that, that that's just a... That's a game... That they didn't even want it. I mean, they just should have given it to them. I mean, nah, okay. They didn't want it. Okay, that. that's a bad take. You were, they didn't want it. You were doing well at the beginning of they your take, which was the like correct part, but at the end, your take fell apart. Now, okay, let, me give, let me give you my take. <laughs> I don't say sorry. <laughs> never apologize for a take. Okay. It's a take. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, after I saw the Warriors blow the 31-point lead, immediately my internet troll brain went into... People are going to do 3-1. Yeah. The Warriors blew a 3-1 lead. They blew a 31-point game. They're going to love this. At the podium in the 76ers net game, 
Joel Embiid even brought this up and said that they blew. He doesn't want to be like the Warriors and blow a 3-1 lead. And he laughs and Jimmy Butler can't contain himself and just leaves the podium. Because everyone, everyone knows that it's been one of the biggest Easter egg kind of trolls. Like you could look at the comment section for pretty much anything. It doesn't even have to do with sports. And people would just be. Now, granted, the, the comment section on anything in the internet is the cesspool of society. It's yes, the worst. It's the worst. So if you sift through to find this. <laughs> God bless you. But mm-hmm. it'll always be there. People will always be there to remind you the Warriors blew this 3-1 lead. Joel Embiid, by the way, he is like your cousin who does not know how to play. Like when you just hit them kind of hard, like medium, and he comes back and hits you with a haymaker. That's Joel Embiid. Because to go His back to... His name is not Joel. It's Joel. Mm. Mm. Joel. Mm. Embiid. Son. Son by your son. Joel is on our baseball team. Not Joel. Joel. So that nigga. So when. <laughs> what? So when you. So he was talking about. He was talking about Jared Dudley. And the thing that he says is he's a nobody. Like, this is the person who always takes it too I far. I agree with him. <laughs> so, for, so for him to, to bring up Dudley the Warriors. Jared so successful at life. Exactly. So I don't know who it is. So for so him to bring up to the Warriors uh, blowing the three-one lead, I was like, "That's that's pretty brave of you. Y'all have a three-one lead right now. Like that's some extreme confidence." You never know. But my first thought was, "Please God, don't get McGrady." You never do not know. get McGrady. You never know. You never know. Now, granted, but, I don't think the Nets are talented enough. Okay, but was, please don't get McGrady. Okay, but to stick with the Warriors blowing the thirty-one point lead, I think that gave all of first take. The Dan Levitard show, um, Fox Sports One, Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. Everyone went into what does this mean about the Warriors? Is there something wrong with their chemistry that they blew a 31-point lead? Because it was a 31-point lead in the second half with seven minutes left to go in the third quarter. That's the conditions that they blew the lead in. And when a team is so good, I think that when they like turn it off, turn that switch off that made them get the 31-point lead, it's hard to restart that again. And the Clippers were very hungry, and they ended up pulling it out late. I thought, to my mind, like it didn't mean anything. It just meant that these people had a day, maybe two days of content to worry about the Warriors until they came out. They got to get everyone who doesn't like Kevin Durant, got to give all their anti-Kevin Durant takes and just spew them all out there. Because it's more so a sense that they're tired of seeing the Warriors be successful more than anything. So anytime there's like a quote-unquote chink in the armor, they get to go back in at them. And I think... um that this just all embodied like the kind of media dislike I think that's happening for the Warriors. But then Skip Bayless brought up this one point: no one who's ever won a championship has blown a lead like that. And I just said, like, you know what, Skip, you're right, but it's the first time for everything. That means nothing. Shut Wait, the hell up. He's really? the stupidest person. I hate. The f- Go ahead. You like Kevin Durant, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You like Kevin Durant? Yeah, of course. All right, I just make it so. Because if, <laughs> if y'all don't like Kevin Durant, I don't even know y'all no more. <laughs> I am your I father. I'm your so uncle. We're related to you. You can't do I that. I don't know y'all if y'all don't like Kevin what? Durant. Okay. We, we both like Kevin Durant. We, we you like got, Kevin yeah. Durant. You got yeah. that out the good way. Job. You feel yeah. good right good now. Good job. That was a good, much better take. You know, what it, you know what it actually did, though? And listen, yes, there's no way you could put a positive spin on blowing a 31-point lead. Yeah. But things do happen. Like that, that is literally the point of sports, you know? Like, stuff happens. 
is the point of all of this. Yeah. It, it, was a, it was a perfect storm of things that happened. The Clippers played out of their minds. Games of their lives. That, was, that is not going to happen again. Like, think of all of the things that had hey. to break perfectly for the Clippers to win that game. Landry Shaman had to go ahead and hey, the game winner. Everyone talking about this, let's be honest, gun to your head. You're not only picking the Warriors to win this series, but to win the finals. If your life is on the line and you had to bet on one team, you're betting on the Warriors. And the thing about it is, when we were talking about the media Gun narratives. to your head, new segment. <laughs> the, More show the, the media, what? The media narratives, you got to have it. And, like, in every series, you have to have your A and B storylines. And... If the Clippers were just going to, I mean, sorry, if the Warriors were just going to go ahead and blow them out every game and sweep them, then the A storyline would have been, were we panicking about the Warriors? Is everything okay? Yeah. But see, now that this happened, it gives you something else to talk about. So now it gives you a chance to rehash everything from the regular season. We see the vulnerability. You know what you all did? You locked the Warriors in. The Warriors are locked in now. And now for the rest of the playoffs, Kevin Durant you get them on liter- 10. He literally stood there and systematically told you exactly what he could do because he is who he is. And Patrick Beverly is who he is. And what did he do the next game? Did that very wait, wait, thing. You know, like you know who Patrick De- yes. Beverly is? Okay. <laughs> what, do you, what are your thoughts on him? Plankton. <laughs> I don't even you know You play defense kind of like Patrick Beverly, you know that? No, I don't. I you mean, play defense because, with a lot like, with your chest, though. I mean, that's true. <laughs> He's a but, good defender. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, you got a defense. Who? Patrick Beverly? Yeah. yeah. Fights Kevin Durant, and he was guiding me. Like, how he's guiding Kevin Durant. Like, he's crazy. He's burst him in his head. Well, that's not what you want to do. That's not how you play basketball. Just, you probably that's just want to no, go ahead and drop the That's not a basketball play. You would get thrown out of the game. No, I mean, like, well, not on his head, then, like his foot. So, okay. if he, like, this, I mean, they can't see me, right? But if he, like, if I, like, Close, like out of bounds, and he like right there, like uh, on me, right? I would just like throw it off his leg, and then I get the rebound, and then, hey, then he just chased me in the paint, and then I just dunk on him. I mean, but the Warriors are ready to move on from this great, series. Great offense, and we're moving That's on true. in our topics. So the next one that I'm gonna hit, tomorrow. it's not on the board, but Dame Lillard versus Russell Westbrook. It's I think the most, like it's it's the most intense kind of old school playoff series just between those two people because they really dislike each other and it's the best part of the playoffs for me other than the 76ers uh nets you know kerfuffle we, we really should make this whole thing about about the media because as somebody that's been a portland fan since damian lillard was drafted it was always like this yeah it was no, always like I this. Like every part of game the they media played has been like this. And NBA Twitter has also been saying, it's like, yeah, this always happens. They don't like each other. This, they always go at each other like and this. I don't even think it's that they don't like each other kind of thing, you know. I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just that, see, Russell Westbrook plays with this kind of energy that's always on 10. Russell Westbrook would get in your face and say stuff. And Damian Lillard has gone through some real-life kind of stuff where none of this basketball thing is going to yeah. phase him. So he doesn't have that kind of demeanor. I'm not gonna that's going to be scared of you yeah, based I'm, on this kind of I, okay, yeah. so you jump and shout and do all of that, but I'm from Brookfield. Like you ain't from Brookfield. Like chill What's out that with all do? that because this is just basketball. Like, yeah. and you can see like that's how Damian Lillard carries carries himself on the court. So, do you think Portland's gonna make a run? Yep. 
I think they're better. I think they're better than with the Thunder. No, no, no. Not make or not just beat the Thunder and win this one series, and you know that's redemption for last season. But make a run, me and make the Western Conference Final. No, absolutely not. So, but that means that they would lose to the Spurs or the Nuggets in the next round. I think the Nuggets will beat them in the next round. Okay, but if the Nuggets get there, yeah, I don't. I think they could beat the Spurs, but I don't think they beat the Nuggets. The only reason I feel like they're beating the Thunder is because Paul George's shoulder is pretty much falling off out of his socket. So. Let's not forget Paul George was playing at an MVP level. He was in the conversation with Giannis and James Harden. And then he gets hurt right before the playoffs. So this is not the same Thunder team. Like, Russell Westbrook is going to do what he always does. The reason the Thunder were playing so well is because of Paul George. Like, that's what this series boils down to. Lillard and Westbrook have been doing this since 2011. This is new. you have any Thunder Trailblazer takes? I feel like that's like so many Warrior fans about the rest of these players. No, I don't know those guys. That's <laughs> no, adorable. I watched, I watched that's cute that or whatever. That's cute. Game. That's that's nice. Um, um, okay, watched, so moving on. No, guys, you're not. This podcast will not be. This podcast will not be you listing the games that you want. Oh, okay. No, thank you. I have one more question. Oh God, here All we right. go. Yeah. Please. Who? I mean, it might be a weird question, right? But in your time of watching NBA, y'all too, right? Yeah. Who y'all think was the hottest dunker y'all ever seen? (laughs) (laughs) No, the hottest, bro. No, let, I no you okay. have okay. Let me let me oh. get let me get more Gakaria backstory. We I know, I know we only got fifteen minutes. minutes. I know, but I, <laughs> just letting you know, like he will pop up and ask these random questions about Not all times and okay. sports for no reason. Okay, Kaizen, I'm going to answer this question, then we are moving on to the okay. final. We're not segment. bringing it up. We're not bringing it up. Just two words. Just say your name, and that's it. Vince Carter. Same. Go. What? You know who Vince Carter is, right? Uh, um, yeah, olden days. Russ. Okay, yes. Russ. Okay, this Russ. is now. Okay, so our last segment, we're go- we're gonna call this the tunnel segment, where we're gonna discuss some of the NBA fashion that happens. Um, because part of the podium, if you remember from last year, a lot of what people know about the podium is LeBron James at the podium doing his walkout in his Thomas Brown suit with his Thomas Brown. Was it a satchel? By the way, um, John has to try and get in this lane, and I've told a- him that this is what you got to try to do. Yeah, so. LeBron does that. What dudes in night league is wear when they go in into AF? I have no idea, and it would be a great thing for us I to feel start like we doing should that. Start doing and we that. should start doing that more than stats. Um, thank you for inspiring <laughs> this idea of crossing that. the tunnel. So some of the tunnel highlights for the playoffs, at least for me, is that we've been seeing a lot of lime green. That to the point that more than stats highlighted this that Ben Simmons, Russell Westbrook, Terry Rozier, all with the lime green. Remember the neon couple, is a color. Remember a slime couple years ago though. when, yeah, but even before slime season, like, it became a thing in football. And I yes. think, well, Nike was doing the big push, making lime green for everything, a part mm-hmm. of their whole Oregon strategy. And now it's like, a couple years later, it's coming by. We even saw Vaughn Miller at Coachella in an all-lime green, and he was wearing the lime green John um, Geiger sneakers, which are pretty dope. Speaking of Lillard and Westbrook, Lillard was wearing all-lime green editions of his Dame Force. So, like, everyone is finding a way on or off the court to wear lime green this offseason. Like, that's the thing right now. You need to get me lime green clothes. I mean, I have some lime green Hirachis. I know you have your your, um, all-white bartender influencer Hirachis. What? What? You won't get that reference. Yeah, he has no idea what that means. (laughs) In, like, five years, 
No, you won't be at a bar in five years. No, 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 no you won't. No, okay. And when you're and much older, I'm pretty sure because fashion is cyclical. Maybe like ten years. You will go to a bar, no, and there will, will be attractive bartenders and waitresses. No, nope. and these women will all nope. be wearing white hirachis. Nope. I'm just telling you. I see them in the gym. That's just a fact. Um, My boy's thinking about the gym. So next, a next <laughs> highlight. Start thinking. About a next this. highlight from the tunnel was. PJ Tucker, who can make this almost every week? He will. But PJ Tucker was wearing what amounts to a genie-looking outfit. No, him it, and... It was a coat of many colors. You know, shouts to Easter. Him <laughs> and Russell Westbrook will always have a permanent spot. A permanent spot. Like stats and a permanent spot in the tunnel. You know what? We're going to we're gonna probably have to add some pictures part of this. So the audience... But you know what? Follow more than stats and then we'll start sharing them. So if you listen to this podcast, you can be like, yo... I recommend no. That seriously, you guys go talk to more than stats. You will be you'll be scrolling for like the next. Prepare to carve out the next 30, 45 minutes to just scrolling down and looking at at outfits, because what NBA, the NBA and the world of fashion have now blended. Like it's now one thing. Yeah. The NBA, hip hop, and fashion all into one thing because that is their target audience. So this plays perfectly into what what people are interested in now. About and listen, we're gonna broaden out this uh segment for the tunnel because we have a lot to discuss the last one i we're also not going to do it right before game of thrones i know and the, the last one i want to discuss is the uh, jalen brown wearing an oversized berkeley sweater i don't know like for me i gotta say that i i have a i have one of these oversized college sweaters as a gym person it goes against everything that i believe in to be like i kind of want one of them but i kind of want one of these he looks like a banana yeah, <laughs> great take. He looks like, high five. He looks like PB <laughs> off of Fortnite. Great that's what, take. That's what I do. Uh, I can't take. go back there, dog. Like I ain't doing. I'm not doing the oversized stuff. Like okay. I, I saw a picture of two chains and Kanye at Coachella, and Kanye goes out of his way to look bad. Listen, but, F Kanye and that whole Coachella selling fifty dollar church socks type, yeah, type he, vibe. I ain't into that. That's like capitalism anyway, at its worst. It's, like all all of that stuff he been ta- all of the stuff he been talking the last few years to me it Means just all nothing. seems fake. When there's like it a two hundred and fifty dollar poncho at yeah, Coachella, yeah. and uh, so that it. that's it. I think for the tunnel we're gonna talk about. Actually, one more thing I have to to mention: Kyrie LeBron's wore pink pants. Kyrie oh, wore my that could be in the tunnel because LeBron is not in the playoffs. But <laughs> so happy with Easter. He, he's so happy with it. Kyrie wore a t shirt from um, Aisha Sadek Sadeki, and it was. I think one of the t-shirts that I wanted to buy, we're going to also have that in the show notes. So for a lot of these clothes, we're going to put links in it so you can go and see directly and be like, oh, maybe I'd be interested in that. And sometimes they're going to be like way out of budget. Sometimes they'll sometimes be, they'll this be is the NBA budget. players we're talking about. Not for all of them. Not for the shirt, the t-shirt Kyrie is wearing because Kyrie is like a special kind of guy. Yeah, that, that's going to be rare. Like these that's dudes will be wear stuff yeah, that's that out of budget be the just because. In it, and I'm probably going to get that shirt. But the last part of this podcast we have to talk about um, and I also, want this, I also want this to be a running segment. I Thank actually, you for stepping I, on it, Kaizen. You know what? No LeBron in the playoffs. Kaizen, go. I actually think he'll enjoy this time because he make it um, to the finals eight years in a row. I think he really needs this time. Yeah. No LeBron in the playoffs. He's no giving LeBron out happy Easter, growing out his hair. He's letting the locks come forth. Oh, my wearing, God. Wearing uh, pink short shorts. Him and Wade just well, Wade is just enjoying retirement, wearing like the weirdest like flowing getting thigh flow. tattoos, getting thigh tattoos. Looks like he's joining the cult, you know. Shouts to Wade on this, but um, yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. First podium, first wow, first, <laughs> wow. 
You know what? Fix that. Aww. You were doing the edit. You yeah, fix that, yeah. please. This is the first podium Kaiser, podcast. Kaiser, take us out. Thank you for listening. Kaiser, end it, please. Goodbye. I'm just ending because we need to watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's okay. it. Bye.